This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about overcoming the different stages that are pretty much intrinsic to creating positive change in your life and really discovering all of your capabilities. You know, that's a huge, huge focus of this podcast is discovering your inf- is discovering your infinite potential and really eliminating the blocks that prevent you from doing that in your life. There's so many people in this world that I feel like have such a higher calling and a higher purpose than maybe what they're doing in their life right now and you know, myself included, I feel like I have a lot of areas in which I want to progress and grow in my life. And there have been many ways in which I have overcome a lot of things in my life that have prevented me from going further. And I think, you know, this is kind of something that I'm on as far as my journey right now. And I want to share with you guys the things that I'm working through to get to the place I want to be at. And hopefully some of these things are going to inspire you as well. So first, when you think about change, a lot of people think that change is scary and there can be a lot of different emotions around change. And oftentimes when you're going through this, the initial stage can be fear. There can be a lot of anxiety, a lot of feeling uncertain about things because you don't know what's going to happen. So getting past the fear of a situation will sometimes take some time. You might be anticipating making like negative thoughts about what may happen rather than thinking positively about things that may happen in the future. So you just want to be aware of that because you don't have to give into it. It can just be, oh, okay, that's something that's coming up. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen. It's just like potentially all it is is a thought. The second stage is typically feeling sadness, sadness for loss of the past, sadness for some reason, maybe kind of reconnecting with your inner child and thinking, oh, like I'm not going to be able to do this or whatever. But you don't have to necessarily dwell in that place and be sad about the things you haven't accomplished or that you want to accomplish from that place. You can move on to the next stage, which is excitement. You feel excited about the new opportunities that you're going to be feeling and you can be positive about the new things that may be coming in your life. And then by the fourth stage, typically it starts to feel normal. It feels normal and natural and it feels really like just, you know, something that you normally do in your life. And I think ways in which obviously through like the things that I feel like I talk about the most because they're things that I'm very passionate about are yoga, raw foods, and dance. Um, there's definitely a... For every one of these things, it's been a huge change and a huge um, factor in my evolving as an individual 
in my life. Taking it back to dance, which is really where a lot of things started for me. I mean, that's what I've been doing the longest. You know, there's fear. There's fear going into your dance class. There's fear learning new things. There's fear being around other people. There's fear performing on stage. But once you get past that, you know, you might feel sad that you're not with your mommy anymore. If you're, you know, I I definitely felt that when I was like two, three years old in my first dance classes. I was like, where's my mom? You know, and that's very common for kids. But, um, you know, you just get over it and then you make new friends and you have fun. And um, also even going out on stage, it's like you might feel a moment of, oh, my gosh, I'm about to put myself on the stage in front of people. And this is so crazy. But then stage three is excitement and you get excited about wanting to go to class. You get excited about performing and you get excited to go on stage because it becomes fun. And then, you know, by the fourth stage, it becomes normal. It becomes a normal process that you get in the habit of doing and it just becomes a part of what you do and you get used to performing, performing on the spot, performing on stage, performing in classes, and it just becomes normal. Now, when I think about my um, experience with raw foods too, there was a lot of fear like, oh my gosh, am I going to be getting everything that I normally need, you know, by just by eating like raw fruits and vegetables and being vegan? There was a lot of fear in that, you know, am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to like die because I'm choosing to go vegan? <laughs> like, you know, like all these fears came up. And then the second stage of feeling sad, like I'm going to have to like maybe never eat some of the foods that I grew up eating again because they no longer align with what I feel like I should be doing with my life. And then stage three is getting excited, getting excited to try all the different foods that I would be able to have, all the new different fruits and vegetables, being able to share those experiences with my friends and, you know, my family a little bit more occasionally, but like more so with my friends and making new friends within that kind of community. And then stage four just becomes normal. You know, it becomes a normal daily thing. Go to the store, buy plant-based foods and eat plant-based foods and it becomes a normal natural habit and It's been a part of my lifestyle for the past nine years now. And then when I think about my yoga practice too, there's definitely and still sometimes is even like a little bit of fear in going to class just because it is challenging. Uh, The type of practice that I keep is definitely one that (laughs) is very demanding and it's okay. Like I like that because the results that I get from my yoga practice in regards to the quality of the meditation that I have is really, really worth it. Those are really, really worth it. So there's sometimes a little bit of fear. And when I was beginning my yoga practice, there was, I feel like not as much fear, really. Like I was very excited to go into my first class, but even when I was in some of the postures, sometimes it's a little scary to like, I remember when I was initially getting into backbending and stuff like that can be really scary because it can be kind of painful and you're like bending in a direction that is completely like not upright. It's like beyond. But um, eventually I got really into back bending and my spine became so flexible that I can just like drop down backwards and grab my ankles. So that's a little nuts. And if any of you guys have seen any of my yoga performances, pictures on my Instagram or 
Um, even the yoga performance that I did prior to my TEDx talk back in 2016, which is on the internet, if you just search my name, you'll see that that's, you know, like something that I do. And it's really backbends are so much about overcoming fear. You know, I think maybe initial state of sadness is maybe the different compromises that I had to give up in order to devote to my yoga practice. There were certain social things that maybe were compromised, but they were all compromises that I was willing to make. So maybe like not sleeping in as much in the morning, waking up to go to a 6 a.m. class, like that became priority for me. So then I once I started to see the results and be around people that were equally inspired and inspiring to be in class with, that made me get really excited. And when I started to see my growth and starting to see other things change in my body and my mindset and my, um, you know, and my spiritual connection to myself, noticing things in regards to like my mental clarity and all of that, like that becomes really exciting. And then once I was keeping a daily practice, it just became normal. I I think in every yoga class, there's a lot of different things that will come up for different people. You know, the mind is typically in some in some state of like fight or flight or thinking about the future or planning. That's just kind of how the human brain works for most people. So it's difficult to just allow the mind to relax sometimes and not necessarily that that's always possible, but what we can do is to not attach to the thoughts. Even in that sense, it can be a little bit scary to, you know, be thinking all these thoughts and then you can get sad because (laughs) you're having all this fear about something that doesn't even exist and your mind is just kind of going down a direction that it doesn't need to. And then I don't know, you can get excited about being empowered and being able to have more influence over your mind and let go of that needing to control your thoughts or being influenced by your thoughts and just literally let it go and then it becomes normal. And you realize that there are constantly going to be so many thoughts going through your head on a daily basis that they may or may not happen. (laughs) And, you know, oftentimes they don't. But you can be excited about your future and positive and motivated about your future and optimistic about your future. And that whole process will just be normal after a period of time. I feel like now that I've been practicing yoga for almost 10 years now, it's easier to go into that state of meditation, not just like with seated meditation in lotus pose or corpse pose or whatever, literally to be in a state of meditation like at all times when I'm driving my car, when I'm in a conversation, when I'm getting work done, when I'm eating. Meditation is something that we can be doing constantly in every single point of our life. When we're in that place of meditation, we are acting from a place of our highest self, most aligned with our desires, most aligned with what our purpose is in this world. And that's really decided internally. How we choose to give back to the world is really our choice. And it can be difficult to really fully grasp that because many of us grew up in a household where there were certain expectations set on us to be a doctor or certain kind of profession or whatever. Those things were not necessarily set for me. My parents wanted me to graduate from college, but they were not necessarily very strict in regards to what they wanted me to study or what they wanted me to become. They allowed me and my brother to pursue our passions and what we wanted to do. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, They didn't want to be helicopter parents in that sense, but that's not necessarily the case for 
for everybody. And by no means, it doesn't mean they were like perfect people or perfect parents or anything like that. Like all parents do their best and there's always ways in which we can all improve. So I don't want to say that like they're better than anybody else or anything like that. But in that sense, that is something that I did appreciate about their parenting style with me. But it's, it's not. It's not something that everybody grows up with. Sometimes people place like stricter restraints on people and they, they feel like, you know, for sometimes it does lead towards different results. But are they happy? Are they doing what they're passionate about? That's a huge question. You know, if you're pursuing what you want to in your life, I feel like you'll be able to invest in that a lot more because if you are investing time in a job that you don't love, that doesn't make you feel alive, that does not allow you to contribute to the world in such a way where you feel really satisfied about your what you're doing and you do feel like there's another way that you can contribute to the world that would be more satisfying for you, that change can be really scary to make sometimes because you're like, wow, I'm investing all this time and energy coping with the stresses. What if I took all that energy that I'm using to process all this different stuff that's going on, the different drama that I'm dealing with, the different maybe coworkers that are super disrespectful or what have you for some people. If I can stay in this environment and give that much energy towards this be reaching the level of success that I am right now? What if I took all that energy and put it into my future, put it into something that I'm actually passionate about? Sometimes I think we need to go through different things in our life and even be in those situations where we are working in a place where we have more adversity to face because adversity is not something that is isolated to a specific incident. Like it is something that as human beings in our current culture that we'll have to be able to face and champion time and time again. That is not something that's just going to go away and it's going to be like a little fairy tale land or something. Like, no, this is not utopia. Like, it can be in some respects if you allow it to be. And I think having better coping strategies allow for you to experience life in that way. However, it is important to realize that no matter what you do, there's going to be adversity involved. But wouldn't you rather be facing adversity doing something that you're totally passionate about versus something that you're not? You know, that's just a question. And, you know, sometimes you have to think about things in the sense that, you know, is it more expensive to ignore your soul or to work in a, like, by working in a field or doing some type of work that is not fulfilling or more expensive to pursue your dreams? You know, wasting your time not doing what you want to do holds you back from the truth of who you are and what you're capable of and being able to experience that. And that's invaluable. You can't put a price on that. And I think regardless of whatever choices you are making, like, there is no wrong choice. I think if we learn from our decisions in regards to what we're doing and listen to our intuition, our body, um, and use all of that information to our advantage, use emotion, which is energy and information, to our advantage, then that can be used to our benefit. We can even use impulse to our benefit. We don't always have to act on impulse, but we can use it to our advantage in regards to what initially feels good. You know, if you have to justify things in your life, if you have to, in regards to your life choices or think about it too much, it may just not be the right thing for you to be doing. And it can be difficult to let go of that mindset of, am I failing or succeeding? It really isn't one way or another. And I don't really believe that like failure is a real thing. I think you always have the opportunity to grow from any experience that you achieve in your life and 
I don't view my life as really having failures or growth opportunities or experiences where I gain hindsight and just straight up experience. And so it's not something that you need to be so hard on yourself about because oftentimes that being hard on yourself just makes it a lot worse. A really useful practice that I like to engage with um, pretty regularly is thinking about the things that I want to achieve in the future, like thinking about, okay, a month from now, 90 days from now, three months from now, like six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, what will I have achieved? And just really journal, vocalize, speak from that place. Um, And then once I just like kind of brain dump all of it out, like I've achieved all this stuff, really go through it and see the things that like resonate with me the most and then find ways to take action towards those goals in smaller steps and make it happen. This is something that I've probably done since I was a teenager in regards to pursuing different things that I've been passionate about in my life. You know, you just write a letter, almost like a biography of like all of your accomplishments from the future and then you figure out a way to accomplish it. You know, I know one of the things that I wanted to achieve is to be, you know, a choreographer that was helping their dancers win regional and national awards, you know, like first place placing, you know, choreography and stuff like be creating choreography that was at that level. So I had to think about what was it going to take for me to get to that point? What was it going to take? What was I going to have to do? What kind of an instructor or choreography was I going to have to be in order for that to happen? And thankfully, I've worked with a lot of talented people, award-winning choreographers, Emmy award-winning choreographers that have had a huge impact in my life. So gratefully, like I've had the training and been under people trained with people that um, I know kind of what works to be able to make that happen. And those are things that I have realized. Those are things that I have accomplished to date, which is awesome. And even in the process of doing that, I've had other people try to undercut my success, steal my choreography even. I've seen um, my choreography show up like people have either like bought in the videos from the competition and then reset that on another dancer from like a totally different studio. And that's kind of like weird to see because, you know, but I don't take it personal. You know, for me, I'm the apple tree, not the apple. I will continue to produce apples. I will continue to grow. I'll continue continue to give. And that specific, like the makeup that I have, no one else can replicate. So no one's going to be able to communicate or really dance or do the things that I'm capable of in my life. So I'm not intimidated to share information in the way that's authentic to me because I know that that can't be replicated. Even if, you know, another choreographer takes my work and puts it on another dancer, it's it's still like I'm I don't have attachment to that because I know that I can take any piece of music that's put before me and create something with it. I have the confidence and I know that I have the ability to do that being that I've trained in so many different dance styles. And it's allowed me to expand my capabilities as a choreographer, as a dancer, and an instructor as well. Not getting stuck, and I feel like a lot of people can do that. Sometimes people hold on to ideas that they want to share, but they're so scared that someone else is going to steal it. You know, and they're going to be like, oh, someone's going to take my idea and stuff. It's like, you know, sometimes I feel like people hold on to stuff because... They want to still feel like they have something, like they have control over it. And if they put it out into the universe, they lose that control of it. And that's very scary for people. That brings up that 
fear, that sadness, that excitement, and then it becomes normal kind of process. You get scared that someone's going to steal it from you, and then you become sad that, you know, you're maybe, you know, like all those emotions come up around it. So that can be a little bit difficult to cope with. But don't sabotage your ideas in the process of becoming all that you are because those most likely really need to be released. You know, as a fruit tree, like when you actually look at a fruit tree, the fruit needs to have its fruit picked on a, you know, like seasonal basis. That way the fruit can continue to produce. If you leave the fruit hanging on a tree, it actually suffers because if you don't pick it off, it doesn't have the opportunity to flower again, to be pollinated again, and to bear fruit again. So it's really important that that process takes place. If you hold on to the fantasy of, oh, like I want to create a fruit off of my fruit tree, and I'm being super metaphorical right now, so like don't take this as like super serious. But, um, and if you stay stuck in the fantasy, it remains comfortable because again, you're not putting that out there for it to be judged because someone might eat that fruit and say, oh, this is terrible or whatever. But you just have to keep producing and keep putting it out there until you find people that resonate with your message and what you're doing. Because by not doing it, you make everything worse. Like you don't allow your life to actually improve. And, you know, bring that back to nature. When the fruit tree does not bear its fruit and it's not picked off the tree, the tree suffers. So you need to be giving and growing and continuing to produce from your own makeup and allow that to be given out into the universe. The fear that you might feel in the process of doing that isn't you. Like you are not in the same place as you were years ago. All of the trust issues that you might have or all of the things that you might have gone through that might be making you paranoid about things in the future. It's like that isn't you. Like you are capable of doing whatever you set your mind to and anything else that really isn't in alignment with that does not make sense. Like that's not the truth. So any kind of limits you're placing on yourself or your capabilities are literally false. Like that's not true. You know, instead of spending time looking for ways to prevent yourself from moving forward, you can really look for the solution. If you're wasting your time looking for, oh, like this isn't going to work or that's not going to work or you keep on looking for excuses, okay, like you can stay in the same place and then five years later in your life, like wake up and feel like, okay, what have I accomplished? Which like is a little bit of a difficult feeling to swallow. But if you look for the solutions, again, like set those kind of goals for like where you want to see yourself You'll be able to be setting paths and carving that out and making it happen in such a way that's actually going to get you where you want to go. And even if you don't actually get there and you have to do some course corrections along the way, that's okay too. Because that's probably what needs to happen. And it's okay to remain flexible and strong in your process in going down that road. And there's always those excuses that are going to come up like, okay, here's the thing. I can't do this because blah, 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 the excuses. And you just have to let those go. A lot of people stay in jobs that they don't even really like because they got to pay the bills 
no, I don't say that lightly because like people have to pay bills. Like I have to pay bills. <laughs> so doing it in such a way that really fulfills your soul versus working at a job that you absolutely hate, like is really, really a different experience. I gratefully know the difference because I've worked in industries that did not really resonate with me on the highest level, but I'm still grateful for what I learned working in those environments versus doing something that I'm totally passionate about and I feel like I could do you know, 24 hours a day and still feel so good. So there's a huge difference. And when you're able to actually feel that, it's really incredible. So whether you need to take action by scheduling an appointment or making something happen, it's important to take those next steps and move forward in your life that's actually going to get you where you want to go. Because if you're not acting basically in service to your value system and the things that you believe in, then you are sending the message to the other people around you, the opposite message, which means stay stuck, don't move, don't move forward in your life in a positive direction that's actually going to be fulfilling to you. Stay in a safe space and don't pursue things that are challenging. And what kind of message is that sending? Is that really the kind of message that you want to send? I'm not saying that you need to live your life on the edge of a tightrope and like be really, really vulnerable all the time and be living in a super risky situation. But are you still actively pursuing things that you're passionate about in your life? That's so important to be able to do because I mean, you only live once. This moment is the only moment that we have. And a lot of people sometimes put off things for later. They'll be like, oh, later I'll do this. Later I'll do that. Later I'll do this. And then, you know, something, some great opportunity will come up and they'll be like, hey, like, this is a great opportunity. He's like, oh, no, no, later, later. I'll deal with that later. And then, <laughs> like, later is always going to be later. Even when later comes, you're still thinking about later instead of being present and, being really patient in the moment. I mean, that's where really, that's one of the most important things about keeping a regular meditation practice is that it helps you be present in the moment and connect with your highest self, connect with your true self. And there will be a lot of other mental chatter type things that will come up in the process of you being totally one with that highest self that's you, <laughs> all the doubts, all the fears, all the nonsense. But when you learn to not connect to that and be present with your heartbeat, with the blood coursing through your veins, with their pulse, with your breath, that's where you connect with what you truly are. You're not your body. You're not your mind. You're not your past. You're not your circumstances. You're not your culture. You're not your family. You're not your hair color, your eye color, your Instagram follower count, like none of that matters. That is not who you are. You have the opportunity to let your highest self come forth in every single thing that you do. And why be afraid? You know, you can let the universe provide you with everything that you need energetically and physically. You know, if there's something that you don't understand, let it go. And the universe will teach you the lesson that you need to in order to understand why those things happened the way that they did. When we waste time covering our highest vibrations, then it kills us, our spirit and our soul. You know, but leaving the toxicity behind time-wise frees up time to fill our purpose and allows us to actually fulfill our purpose. If you're constantly carrying this 50, 100, 200 pound sack of nonsense on your back and you're trying to move forward in your life and be alive and free and happy, 
just let it go. Let it be in the past. There's very little that you can do to change it. There might be some processing that can be done around certain events. But if you just let that go and you stop wasting energy lugging all of that around, you can actually move into your future with such a better attitude and and positivity and just better energy. And you'll be able to bring that better self to everything that you're doing. You know, I feel like initially when you're making huge changes into your life, there can be this period of like freaking out like, oh my God, this is so much change happening immediately. Like, I don't know what to do about this. But then there's a softness. There's a relaxing into your truth that takes place shortly after or sometimes it takes a little bit longer after. But you want to imagine the people in the future that you've helped thinking you. Imagine that you've helped all these different people that are now passionate about the same things that you're passionate about, that they are able to receive healing or inspiration from the work that you've done and that that has had an impact on their life and that they are grateful that you went through the process of overcoming all that fear and sadness and getting through, you know, the excitement that might have thrown you in one direction or the other and it's become normal for you and they're in a state of gratitude I mean I've had that experience more times than I can count which is like amazing and I feel like I have a lot more to give to the world which I intend on continuing to do through podcasting or through you know a lot of different ways that I can one of the other pitfalls that can happen is to focus on the past loss Think about the things that we've lost in our past, things that are no longer. We can choose to really take on the perspective that those things left our life for a purpose and that there are better things to come along. And sometimes in the moment, it's not easy to view things like that. But I think when I'm going through periods of change and even periods of loss in my life, I remind myself that in hindsight, this will make sense. It may not make sense right now, and that's totally okay. I might be feeling afraid. I totally love that. doesn't matter. I'm going to allow myself to feel it, and I'm going to keep on plugging away at whatever I need to do anyways and allow that to be okay. I mean, oftentimes when we do look back on a lot of the crazy stuff that's happened in our past, it does make a little bit more sense in hindsight. So when you're going through it and it feels like, oh my gosh, this is never going to change. This is so intense. I don't know how to deal with this. You know, there's no hope, whatever. <laughs> like, and you're giving into that fear. It's okay to just take the perspective of, I may not understand this situation fully right now. I'm going to take action with the things that I actually can change. And not deal with the stuff that I can't. You know, you need to kind of let go of whatever vibration is holding you back from really achieving all the things that are really true to you and really resonate with you. Let it go because you don't need that in your life. You are actually the space for all that you can embody. It is your choice what you choose to. If you want to embody a healthier lifestyle, if you want to let this, you know, higher vibration come into your life into your body and work through you you have the opportunity to allow that to happen and it may really and require letting some other stuff go 
Because if you stay small, you'll attract people who stay small. You'll attract people in your life that will hold you in that small space that won't allow you to grow. Maybe abusive relationship. It may be, um, you know, just people that really aren't the best for you to be around. But if you continue to make excuses and you don't want to live your life you know, fully, then you're not going to be surrounded by people that are doing that too. But if you start to surround yourself with people and that are living really, really vibrantly, living their life full out, living their life in line with their purpose, those people will really want you to be at that same level with them. And if they don't, then that's on them. And there might be some other issues related to that that have nothing to do with you. But In my experience, when you're around successful people, they want you to succeed. If their ego is not attached to them needing to be the best or whatever, like they will want you to succeed. They will want you to do your best and they'll want you to achieve everything that you want to achieve because they want to be able to share the success that they have with you and be able to relate to somebody else also. You have to view yourself as a butterfly, not a caterpillar. And there are a lot of butterflies out there that check in with other caterpillars to see, oh, like, should I do this or whatever? It's like, dude, you're a butterfly. Spread your wings and fly. The other people that are around you might not be at that place yet. But once you're a butterfly, you can't go back to being a caterpillar. And why should you? There's more things to experience in life. There's more ways in which you can grow and see the world. You don't need to be crawling on a tree. You can be flying around wherever you want to go. So empower yourself to view yourself that way. You don't need to check in with the caterpillars. You want to be around other people, other butterflies, and see what's working for them and and be around those kinds of people. Ultimately, your intuition knows more than anyone else. And I've done a previous episode on that, which you guys can check out as well. But your intuition will guide you to what you need to do in your life. If you meditate and use your intuition and trust that, which is like really difficult to do because it can be really difficult to do, but it's also very easy. Let that guide you. You know, and when you see a lot of other people denying their truth, it doesn't make it the truth. You know, for me and my friends who eat a lot of, you know, eat a plant-based diet and stuff, we know that to be our truth. <laughs> you know, like we see, a, you know, people eating all kinds of stuff that's not good for them. Even stuff that we used to eat, dead animals, processed food, stuff that is literally scientifically proven to cause disease in the body. Truly, it doesn't really matter what other people think. You might get really caught up in, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be judged this or that way. It doesn't matter what other people think. One of the most empowering things you can even say to anybody who's like, oh, am I this way or does this look good or whatever is like, it doesn't matter what I think. How do you feel? What do you think about the situation? What do you want? That just hands all the power back to them and allows them to be with their truth because so much in the society people are looking outside of themselves for validation and validation and affirmation from others can be nice but ultimately that should not be informing our ability to affirm and validate ourselves that should come first and oftentimes when you're acting from that space and living from that space, you don't need the validation of other people to justify any of your actions. You feel that you're doing what you need to do 
and that that is the right thing and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you sacrifice your truth, you sacrifice your life. Our life, our time is so precious and we only get so much of it. Why live any day like each day is such a gift? Why live another day not in line with your truth? Or at least taking whatever steps you can to get closer to that. Don't live in this numb, checked out state where you're not really living in alignment with your highest purpose, which is up to you to decide what that is. Some people may say that you have a dharma or that, you know, there's pre predestination for certain things. Sure, maybe there is like a combination of all of that. But at the end of the day, you're the person who makes the choice in regards to what you're going to do with your life. You're the person feeding yourself. You're the person exercising if you want to. You're the person taking the steps, making the calls that need to happen. Those aren't things that are just going to like happen on their own. Like that is something you have to take action with. And you can only make the world better by working on you. Doing a bunch of stuff to help other people, that's wonderful. That's really great. But are you doing things in your life to help you get where you need to be? Are you fulfilling your dreams and your goals and acting in service to your highest good? Is that taking place? You know, you can only make the world better by working on you. Oh, I never said that. Okay, we are the circumstances of this world. We're not limited by the circumstances that are set for us. We create the circumstances. If you want to create a new aspect of your life and move forward in that direction, decide to make it happen, make it happen, and then move on from that point. Take the leap, take the jump, do whatever you need to do. Each day you have the opportunity to make at least one action towards the new person that you want to become, whether that's scheduling an appointment, making a leap in a different direction, researching something, you know, not watching television. Televisions are expensive, but it's far more expensive to watch television and waste your time watching past events that are fabricated than even the television itself. Because think of all that time that you could be using to do something else. And I I mean, coming from a performing arts background, I understand where the arts and different you know, shows and things. It's like sometimes we can learn things from others or learn different things from different experiences, from documentaries or different shows, whatever. That's nothing you can't learn from like a book or actually talking to another person though. So really be conscious with the amount of time you spend zoned out just like watching television. Live your life for you. Don't live your life for other people. Don't live your life to impress other people. You don't need to be anybody other than yourself. You don't need to alter things about yourself if you don't want to. You don't need to change things about yourself if you don't want to. Don't do stuff to please other people because at the end of the day, when you sacrifice that and you give into it too much, you'll lose who you truly are and who you were um, in the process, which is can be really painful when you wake up to the realization that you've become somebody that you never wanted to become. Switch it up and try different things. You know, put yourself in situations that you've never been in before. Get out of your comfort zone. If there's something that you've been wanting to do, maybe like go take a dance class, go rock climbing, go do some type of different fitness activity, approach a new hike that you haven't done, travel someplace by yourself. Stay safe, of course, but travel someplace by yourself and experience it. 
go out to a location that maybe you have felt insecure about going out to alone and feel, oh, like I need to have my friends with me. No, just go by yourself and make new friends. That might sound really, really intimidating, but it can be done. Why make excuses? I've done it and some of those experiences have been so fun for me. They've been some of my most fun times going out, meeting new people, not having any expectations and having the best time. Start saying yes to things instead of always making excuses. Go after the things that you're passionate about and be true to yourself. You want to take those actions towards becoming the new you and connect to the freedom and excitement of feeling what it is. I mean, you are love at the end of the day and the beginning of the day and throughout the day at all times. That's what we are. You deserve to be able to connect with that and feel it and give it in the world. Break up with who you thought you were. Break up with that past story. Break up with all of the limitations that you set on yourself. Shed that old story. Release that weight off of your back. You only create life at the level you feel like you deserve it. So if you start living in service, if you start making the changes and the choices that you need to to live your life at a higher vibration, you say, you know what, I love myself. And instead of feeding myself junk, I'm going to you know, buy a couple extra fruits today. I'm going to buy a couple extra pounds of fruit today. I'm going to only buy fruit today. (laughs) Like, um, you know, I'm only going to buy stuff that really makes me feel good and that's best for my body. You start making choices in that in one small area in, in your life and it will start translating into a lot of other areas in your life. Because a lot of times you can get addicted to a story that isn't even there. You can stay stuck in your past and continue to believe in things that really don't resonate with who you truly are in the present moment. Let that all go. Make donations without any expectation. Do things in your life because you want to do them or because you want to let it go or whatever. Let that go and the universe will respond in the way that it will. And we don't always understand that process, but if you remain open-minded to it, that is so key. And you'll see why later. It's not something that is going to be like, okay, universe, like I let this thing go. Now bring this opportunity into my life right now. That's not how it works. It takes faith. Having faith in the process, having faith in your path that you're on, that you will be provided with what you need to, even if things seem so intensely crazy, out of control, like stressed out, panic attack, what the hell is happening type of vibes, you got to know that good is going to come eventually. It may take a while. It may seem like there are more sleepless nights than you could possibly count, that you your skin is on fire from adrenaline um, constantly, like just so much stress. But when you release all of that, you say, you know what, I'm not gaining anything from being this stressed out about this situation. I'm not gaining anything from dwelling on things and worrying about stuff that I can't change. And I'm going to practice ways in which I can influence my ability to have more influence over my emotions than they do over me by using coping strategies and skills. That's where you empower yourself. That's where you become more of who you truly are. Life will mirror your choices and it will mirror you. Sometimes in the process of discovering who you are, you have to discover who you are not. Don't be chasing decent when your soul is magic. Connect with that. Don't chase a decent life. 
when you really could be living a life of magic. Chasing others' opinions of what the right kind of person is is a waste of your time. Again, you're not your culture, and sometimes death is not a bad thing. Sometimes the death of your limits, your judgments in your past can be a really positive thing to let those things die. That way other things can live. You have every ability to be love, kind, respectful, beauty, glamorous, powerful, strong, like whatever words you want to describe yourself as, you have every right to be that. You don't need other people to be different also in order for you to live your truth. So just focus on making the changes that make you feel comfortable in your own skin and allow you to live in alignment with your purpose. In the process of everything changing, there's always going to be things that are working and there's always going to be things that are, you know, acting as adversity in your life. Totally not having your stuff together and being okay with it is awesome. Because if you keep on pushing yourself and waiting until, okay, like, again, that later type of mindset, okay, when this happens, then I'll be happy. When I reach this certain point, then I'll be successful. If you keep on waiting for that to happen, then, you know, it's okay to, like, be adamant in, like, waiting and, like, working towards your goals and not letting up on your persistence in that sense But along the way, it's not going to be like you're going to have your life together the whole time. And learning to be okay with that is so important. When you're creating this new consciousness and new awareness for yourself, you get to rewrite the rules. We can be loving and accepting to people. We can choose to handle things in such a way that maybe references the the wisdom of people that have come from previous generations, but also choose to act in such a way that makes the most sense in the present moment for us in our current culture and rewrite our own culture. We don't need to live according to somebody else's rules. We have the ability to write our own rules in our life and act in service towards them. You want to be the love that you knew before you went through all this adversity in your life. And for other people be the love that they knew about before they knew any different and went through, you know, what they consider to be failure and abuse and neglect and different situations that did not allow them to trust people. Let go of the victim consciousness. Stop judging or adding labels to yourself or anybody else. Don't concern yourself with what other people think of you or what would or could or should happen. Focus on what you want to make happen and take steps in that direction. You have the opportunity to create a better future by living it now and taking steps that will get you in that direction. Also, expand your horizons. Start investing in experiences and not things. It's wonderful to have nice things, but wonderful experiences are such an incredible investment. I know for me, I invested in creating an experience where I went to Sedona this past spring. And I flew there. I flew to Phoenix. I drove up to Sedona. I stayed at an incredible place and, you know, spent my days hiking and off-roading and eating amazing natural foods and meeting people and going to different crystal shops and like just wandering around and allowing myself to be a little bit of a gypsy 
and going and checking out different, you know, Buddhist temple places, different churches, different places that were super high up in the mountains. Like I went to Jerome while I was there. I went to the, um, there's a Buddhist sanctuary um, place that has a bunch of prayer wheels and a temple there with a big Buddha sculpture and all this different stuff. And I also went to the chapel of the Holy Cross and hiked all these different formations and went in vortexes and woke up at three o'clock in the morning and drove to the Grand Canyon to see the sunrise. And those memories will last me such a long time. It was such a perfect trip and I like have no regrets about doing any of that. Also recently like flew to Vegas literally just for a day to honor a lot of the legends that I have so much respect for in the dance community. You know, people like Savion Glover, Debbie Allen, plenty of other peers and people that I grew up with. And it was such an amazing experience, but it was worth the trip to be able to be there for that evening and spend time with all those people. To be in that space with all those people really resonated with me. And I was able to run into a lot of people from my past that I knew, instructors, fellow dancers. And, um, you know, it was a very intimate group of people. And it was such an amazing experience to be able to go there. Again, that will last me for a long time. And those are just things that I've experienced in the past couple months. So making time to invest in that and be around people that you resonate with and that you you align with, making that step happen, it's like that's invaluable. When you're around those kinds of people, you know that they've made other sacrifices, they've made other choices in their life to be able to get to where they are and in different investments in themselves. And when you put yourself in those environments, it teaches you more about yourself than you would necessarily being in isolation because you're around other people's just amazing energy and coming together for a purpose that's bigger than all of you. So if you're struggling to make some kind of change in your in your life right now, then I really suggest that you make a 90-day commitment to yourself, make a 30-day commitment, make a week-long commitment. But I think making a 90-day commitment is really the best way to do things. Pick five to 10 things that you're going to commit to do for the next 90 days. And they can be small things, they can be big things, but make them achievable goals. Carry that process out and see how you feel. Even document if you fall off the wagon, quote unquote, if you quote unquote fail, if you don't stay in alignment. Look at that like a scientific experiment and be like, okay, this is what I wanted to do. This is how it worked out. This is, you know, on a day-to-day basis, this is what didn't work. And this is how I can fix it next time. That's a part of the growth process as well. And that will get you closer to where you want to be in your life and creating the kind of life that you truly want. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. 